You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Certified Women's Health Adult Nurse Practitioner. And in a world, ladies, where professional women often juggle multiple responsibilities, and I know that, from demanding careers to family obligations, it is so easy for us to put our health on the back burner. But here's the truth. You are your own best advocate when it comes to your well-being. So each week on this podcast, we're going to explore topics that matter most to you for managing a chronic condition, seeking preventative care, or simply striving for balance in your busy life. This podcast is your go-to source. So join us each week if you're ready to take control of your health and become your number one self-care advocate. Because when it comes to your health, you deserve nothing less than the best. So let's embark on this journey together. Okay, ladies. So thank you again for being here this week. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about understanding your menstrual cycle. Now, here's the thing. If you think just because you don't have a period, if you're menopausal or whatever you are, and you think, okay, I don't have a period anymore, so I don't have to listen to today's episode, I want you to hold on for just a second, and I want you to stay with me and listen to it to the end. Because maybe you may not have a period anymore, but I can honestly guarantee you that there's somebody you know in your life that does. It could be a sister, it could be a friend, it could be a niece, it could be a granddaughter, it can be your own daughter, it can be any woman that you know. And sometimes, you know, if they're going through something, women love to talk, and they're going to talk to you about it, and they may tell you some things that are going on. So you, by listening to this podcast today and understanding what menstrual cycle irregularities are and things that can cause them, you might be able to help them recognize some of those things and or get some treatment for them, okay? So how we're going to go about it today is we're going to first start off by talking about menstrual cycle overview. What is your menstrual cycle? I'm sure most of you know, but we'll just give a quickie refresher. Then I want to move into common menstrual cycle irregularities. And there's four of them that will go over each one of those individually. And they're irregular cycle length, absent or missed periods, heavy or prolonged periods, light or shortened periods. And then with each one of those, we will talk about things that can cause those things to happen. And then we're going to go into tracking your menstrual period, why it's important to track your menstrual period. And then we're going to end with cycle health and why it's important to understand about your cycle health. All right. So grab your cup of coffee, grab your tea, or get your earbuds in for your walk. And let's start today's episode. So first of all, the menstrual cycle ladies is a vital aspect of our reproductive health as a woman, but it also is an intricate process that can sometimes exhibit irregularities. And most of us usually have probably had irregularities in our periods through our period cycle somewhere in our life, okay? And these irregularities may indicate underlying health issues, hormonal imbalances, making it critical for us to understand our menstrual cycles, to track them effectively, and then to recognize the significance of our cycle health. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. So first of all, with regard to the menstrual cycle, Overview. The menstrual cycle, okay, as we know, is a complex set of interplay of hormones. Primarily, it's your estrogen and your progesterone, which regulate the monthly process of ovulation, menstruation, and that gets you ready for potential pregnancy. On average, ladies, the menstrual cycle lasts anywhere from about 28 days through variations are common, with cycles ranging from 21 to 35, which are considered normal. Okay. So again, now we're going to jump into common menstrual cycle irregularities. Like I just said, there's four of them. And the first one we're going to talk about is irregular cycle length. A regular menstrual cycle typically occurs at consistent intervals. 
So we just said that it can come every mostly every 28 days, but it can go anywhere from 21 to 35. Okay. However, irregularities in this length, such as cycles that are shorter than 21 days or that are longer than 35, can become an issue. So let's discuss a few of those common causes that can cause that to happen. First of all is hormonal imbalances, particularly disruptions in estrogen and progesterone levels. This can affect the menstrual cycle. These imbalances may occur due to various factors in your life, changing, changing you know, through the years, puberty, perimenopause, menopause, hormonal contraceptives, medical conditions, or things like polycystic ovarian syndrome and or thyroid disorders. Other things that can cause it are insufficient progesterone production, or anovulation, and anovulation is just a lack of ovulation, so you're not ovulating. These can lead to irregular periods, including missed or infrequent periods, prolonged periods, or irregular bleeding. Okay. Another thing that can cause irregular cycle length is stress. Stress can disrupt the delicate balance of hormones in our bodies, particularly cortisol, which we've talked about as our primary stress hormone. So when this happens, the elevated cortisol levels can interfere with the normal functioning of our HPO axis, which is the hypothalamus pituitary ovarian axis, and that axis is what regulates your menstrual cycle. When we have chronic stress, it can lead to irregular periods, menstrual cycle suppression, or amenorrhea. Okay, amenorrhea is just the absence of menstruation, as the body prioritizes survival over reproduction in times of stress. Okay, the next thing that can cause cycle irregularities or cycle length things is thyroid disorders. Thyroid disorders such as hypothyroidism, which is an underactive thyroid, or hyperthyroidism, which is an overactive thyroid, can impact the menstrual cycle by altering hormone levels and our metabolism. Hypothyroid, which is characterized by low thyroid hormone levels, can lead to irregular or heavy periods, while hyperthyroidism, on the other hand, which is marked by excessive thyroid hormone production, may increase shorter, lighter, or irregular menstrual cycles. Okay. The last one is polycystic ovarian syndrome, but then we're going to talk about a few others. And we've talked about PCOS on the podcast before. We're going to have a guest expert come on and talk a little bit more about that. Because PCOS is a common hormonal disorder, which as you know, is characterized by irregular menstrual cycles, ovarian cyst, and androgen excess, meaning high testosterone levels. Although we're seeing that it doesn't have to be all of those all at the same time. It can be different things at different times. What happens is insulin resistance and hormonal imbalances play a central role in PCOS. So women with PCOS often experience irregular periods. Sometimes they have prolonged menstrual periods, or sometimes they have in very infrequent ovulation due to the disruptions in that HPO, HPO access and elevated androgen levels, meaning they won't get a period at all, maybe for six months or even longer. I've had patients who haven't had a period for like a year, and that's not good. Okay, then there's some other underlying health issues. Okay, and these can be such things as obesity, diabetes, adrenal disorders, eating disorders, or reproductive disorders. These all can contribute to menstrual cycle irregularities. Also, chronic illness, medications, extreme weight fluctuations, or excessive exercise can also affect hormone levels and menstrual cycle length. And we're going to talk about those as we proceed. The next category is absent or missed periods. Missing a period or experiencing amenorrhea, which is the absence of your period, three or more consecutive cycles, this could happen from factors such as pregnancy, okay, or excessive exercise, because here's the thing, intensive physical activity, particularly endurance sports, 
or activities that involve rep repetitive, high-impact movements can disrupt your menstrual cycle. Excessive exercise can lead to energy deficiency, reduced body fat levels, and alterations in your hormone levels, particularly estrogen. The hypothalamus, which is a region in your brain that regulates these reproductive hormones, may perceive excessive exercise as a stressor, leading to suppression of the gonadotropin releasing hormone, which causes the gonadotropin to release, the egg to release. Consequently, your menstrual cycle may become irregular or it may cease altogether. Okay, the next thing for absent or missed periods is extreme weight loss or weight gain. Rapid or significant changes in our body weight, ladies, whether through extreme dieting, restrictive eating habits, or rapid weight loss or gain can disrupt hormone levels and impact the menstrual cycle. So insufficient caloric intake, particularly when coupled with excessive exercise, can lead to energy deficiency and alterations in our hormone production. This includes reduced levels of estrogen. Conversely, obesity and excessive body fat can also disrupt hormonal imbalance, leading to an increase in testosterone, which can then lead to an increase in estrogen. Changes in your body weight can affect the HPO access, leading to these irregularities in anovulation and in our menstrual periods. Okay, so we got we talked about so far excessive exercise, extreme weight loss or gain. Now we're going to talk about how hormones play a factor in absent or missed periods. Hormone imbalances such as any disruption in our estrogen, our progesterone, or our thyroid hormone levels can directly impact your cycle, as we talked about before, and it can contribute to amenorrhea, meaning no periods. Conditions like hypothyroidism, like we just talked about, hyperprolactinemia that means that you have, you know, galacteria or your breast discharge or you're having some milk discharge, high levels of that, or disorders affecting the adrenal glands can affect hormone regulation, thus affecting your menstrual cycle irregularity. And then again, we have PCOS because we know that PCOS is also a hormonal disorder that can cause absent or missed periods, as well as stress, okay, because I'm going to reiterate here about stress. Because ladies, psychological stress, whether it is acute, happening just now, or chronic, can impact the physical, can impact the menstrual cycle through disruption of that HPA and HPO access. So elevated levels of stress hormones like cortisol can suppress the gonadotropin-releasing hormone. So, you know, we're never going to get rid of all of our stress, but stress is a big factor in a lot of things. And you and you hear me talk about that with a lot of conditions that we that we get educated on here on the podcast that stress has a big underlying factor to a lot of conditions. So we need to really rein it in and get some control over it, okay? So the next category of menstrual irregularity is heavy or prolonged bleeding. These are periods that are usually heavy. We call that menorrhagia, or they're prolonged, and we call that menometorrhagia. They may be indicative of conditions such as fibroids, endometriosis, adenomyosis, or bleeding disorders. So let's talk about those as well. Okay, number one is fibroids. Fibroids are non-cancerous growths that develop in the muscular wall of your uterus. Okay, depending on their size and their location, fibroids can cause heavy menstrual bleeding. Large fibroids may distort the uterine cavity or increase the surface area of the endometrial lining inside of your uterus, leading to excessive menstrual bleeding. Fibroids can also interfere with normal, normal contraction and relaxation of the uterine muscles, thus resulting in prolonged or heavy and crampy periods. Okay. Endometriosis, that is a condition characterized by the presence of the endometrial-like tissue outside of your uterus, commonly on the pelvic organs or the abdominal cavity lining. So what happens with that is during the menstrual cycle, that endometrial-like tissue, it responds to hormonal changes by thickening, breaking down, and bleeding. 
However, because this tissue is located outside of your uterus, the blood has no way to exit the body. This leads to inflammation, it leads to pain, and the formation of scar tissue. So endometriosis can cause heavy or prolonged menstrual periods due to the increased amount of endometrial-like tissue and the inflammatory response that it triggers, okay? So these are conditions that can cause you to have heavy or prolonged periods, okay? The next one is adenomyosis. Adenomyosis is a condition in which the endometrial tissue actually grows into the muscular wall in the uterus, causing the uterus to become enlarged and tender. It's similar to its similar to the one that sounds like it's similar to endometriosis, adenomyosis can lead to heavy or prolonged menstrual bleeding due to the increased surface area of the endometrium and the abnormal bleeding patterns associated with the condition. And adenomyosis can also cause uterine contractions to be more forceful, leading to a heavier menstrual flow. Okay. Then you have bleeding disorders that can lead to heavy or prolonged periods. Okay. Bleeding disorders such as von Willenberg's disease, platelet disorders, coagulation factor deficiencies can impair the blood clotting process, leading to excessive or prolonged menstrual bleeding. So individuals who have these bleeding disorders may experience heavy menstrual bleeding that is difficult to control and may last longer than a normal period. These disorders can lead to an inability to form proper blood clots, resulting in prolonged periods and during menstruation. So those are things that you want to talk to your definitely about a provider about. Okay. Number four, and our last category, is light or shortened periods. These are periods that are usually lighter or shorter than usual, and they can be caused by factors of all the things that we talked about, hormonal imbalances, stress, extreme exercise, or conditions affecting the uterine lining, all of the above, okay? So we just talked about the four common causes of irregular periods, irregular cycle length, absent or missed periods, heavy or prolonged periods, light or shortened periods. And then we also talked about things, conditions that can cause those things to happen, okay? Because a lot of times, ladies, what happens is for us, we see a lot of symptoms before we see disease. And I've said that before on another podcast. So when your periods are having funky things, when you're not having normal flow, it's not happening every month, it's not without pain, it's not without cramping, that are signs that things are going astray in your body. Something is causing that to happen because your periods should be month to month. They should be at least anywhere from five to seven days. Hopefully they should only be a few days heavy and they should not be causing you tremendous amount of pain where you have to be in bed, missing work, missing school, or any of those type of things, or where you have to be wearing an extra pad and an extra strength tampon because you're leaking out. So those are things that you need to talk to your medical provider so that you can look at all areas of your health, check your hormone balance, check all of your other lab work to make sure nothing else is going on, and then look at how you can help yourself. They can help you too. Look at your health in the 3,000 foot view to see if you can do anything to help relieve any of these symptoms through supplementation, medication possibly if you need it, or anything else, okay? Next, I wanna talk about tracking methods because tracking your menstrual cycle, ladies, can provide you valuable insights into not only just your reproductive health, but your overall well-being. So let's talk about several different methods of tracking your periods. First, you have a menstrual calendar. This is just simply keeping a calendar on paper to note the start and end dates of your period. And this can help you identify irregular patterns that are going on in your period or, or PMS or different things like that. You can use a mobile app because there's numerous smartphone apps that are designed specifically for menstrual cycle tracking. And what these do is these apps allow, allows you as a user to record your menstrual flow, symptoms, mood changes, and even ovulation predictions. 
then you may have heard of basal body temperature. This is usually used when you're trying to get pregnant, okay? A basal body charting involves measuring your basal body temperature daily using a specialized thermometer, okay? And around ovulation time, your basal body temperature should typically rise, indicating that you have ovulated and it's, you can go ahead and during that's a fertile period when you can go ahead and try to get pregnant. Also, you can use for pregnancy indication or trying to get pregnant in is cervical mucus monitoring. This is where you observe changes in your cervical mucus consistency and texture throughout your menstrual cycle. This can help you predict ovulation and fertile days because when you're not able to, when it's not fertile days, the mucus should be thick. But as you move towards more to ovulation, that um, cervical mucus things should kind of get like really thin and kind of sticky and that kind of stuff. That is great for ovulation. Then you can have ovulation predictor kits. These are kits that are over the counter that you can buy that can predict and detect the surge in the luteinizing hormone that precedes ovulation, which can help you get pregnant if you want to, or any of these, you can use any of these too, if you want to use natural family planning and you don't want to use any kind of birth control and you don't want to get pregnant. So you can use them for pregnancy and you can use them for non-pregnancy thing, depending on if your cycle is regular or not. Then um, you can have menstrual cycling devices. These are wearable devices, okay, that are equipped with sensors that can track various menstrual cycle parameters including hormone levels, temperature, and physical activities, okay? So you can try any of these things, ladies, to keep track of your periods. But if you want to see the health of your period and you want to see if you're having any issues, keeping track of it on a calendar where you're visually seeing where you start, where you end, and if you're having any symptoms in between, that is a good way to do it. If you're having spotting on these days or you're not spotting or you're having you know, mood changes on these days or not, it can give a great picture not only to you but to your medical provider or anybody who's helping you with your hormonal health. Okay. So the next thing and last thing I want to talk about is the significance of cycle health. Because ladies, here's the thing. Maintaining our healthy menstrual cycle when we're, when we're doing that is essential for reproductive health and overall well-being. So a regular menstrual cycle typically reflects hormonal balance and reproductive function. And here's why it matters. First of all, fertility and reproductive health. A regular menstrual cycle is vital for ovulation and fertility. Okay. Irregularities in, in your menstrual cycle can affect your reproductive health and infertility potentials. So if you're trying to get pregnant, you want to know, are you ovulating or are you not ovulating? Okay. Your cycle health can also tell about your hormonal, about hormonal balance. Okay. Because hormonal imbalances, which we talked about, can be, reflect menstrual irregularities. They may indicate underlying health issues, such as sometimes thyroid disorders, PCOS, or other reproductive disorders. Okay. Your menstrual cycle can also serve as a barometer of your overall health. Irregularities in your cycle may be linked to metabolic disorders, stress, nutritional deficiencies, or chronic health conditions. Okay, When we track our menstrual cycle, when we track our patterns, this allows us to identify potential health issues early. Okay, And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be preventative here, enabling timely intervention and treatment. Also, menstrual cycle irregularities can impact your quality of life, contributing to physical discomfort, emotional distress, and disruption in your daily activities. Okay, so when you're having heavy periods, you don't go out. If you're not having periods and you're trying to get pregnant, it's frustrating. So our significance of our cycle health is really important. So that's what we want to look at. We want to make sure that our cycle health is in good shape. And if we have any of those parameters that we talked about today that are out of whack, we want to definitely look into them, okay? Because we want to be proactive and we want to see if there's any underlying dish issues that are happening and we want to catch them early. Okay. So, you know, understanding our menstrual cycle, ladies, and the irregularities, using a tracking method, 
and understanding the significance of cycle health. As a woman, it's very important for your overall well-being. Okay, by monitoring our cycles effectively and recognizing any abnormalities, you as a woman can empower yourself to take proactive steps toward maintaining your optimal health and seeking the appropriate medical care when it's needed. Prioritizing menstrual cycle health is a fundamental aspect of you as a woman and as of your woman's health care, and it contributes to your overall health and wellness like nothing else, because we are so influenced by our hormones. So when things are going astray with our periods, which is a hormonally dominated thing, other areas of our life can be off. So there you have it, ladies. I hope that this was a good episode for you. I hope you understood a little bit more about your menstrual cycle overview. I hope that you got some knowledge and information about common menstrual cycle irregularities and the things that can cause them. Um, I hope that you'll go out and you'll start tracking your periods so that you can get a better sense of your overall menstrual health. And that now you really understand, you know, why your menstrual health is important and you're going to start looking at it from a different perspective. All right. So if you have any questions or you, you know, have any issues with anything and you'd like to talk to me about it, hit me up over on Instagram at Well Woman Network. We'd always love to hear you and answer any questions in the DMs. Go to my website, wellwomannetwork.com. Send us an email at michelle at wellwomannetwork.com. I'm more than happy to help you with that. If you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, let us know. Um, go over to iTunes. Please follow the podcast. Follow. And also refer, you know, share the podcast with your with all your girlfriends and have them follow us too. That helps with the rankings over on iTunes. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And again, until next week, ladies, may God richly bless your life and bye for now. Bye.